This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out. Today, we've got an amazing show, a giant show, a terrific show, an outstanding show. That one's for you, Nancy. You like when I use adjectives. So today, we are going to be talking about a whole bunch of stuff, including our thoughts on Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. But today, we are joined by a special guest, a special guest that has actually been on the show with us before, who we are happy to have back, David Jindoyan. What's going on, my friend? That's right. Two-time, two-time guest now on Film on Tap. And now we've got a Schmodown competitor on our show, so... Just saying. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, if if I'm being honest, I was a little bit nervous coming in today's show because, like, like you're star now, so, like, and he's in color, and he's in color this time. He's not in like noir. (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, And also, I am joined, of course, by my uh, color. Yeah, you're in color. You're good to go. Like, we're we're flying right now. And of course, I am joined by my co-hosts, Andres and Nancy. How are you guys today? We'll start with Nancy. How you feeling? You feeling great? Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing already? <laughs> because because he always tries to find a way to not say my last name. <laughs> Shut the fuck it's up. Like it's not like I can't say it. it. It's a guy, Jago. Okay. I know how to say it. It's just like it reduces the risk of me fucking it up. I'm sorry. It flows better. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I feel like it flows better when I say Andres and Nancy because we're an established show now. They know who you guys are. All right. So the Armenian Brotherhood. So he has to say my last name. It's part of the. Yeah, I have to say his name because if I don't, I lose 10 Armenian points. And those are points I need (laughs) at this point. (laughs) But uh, anyway, after, you know, now, you know, Andre's ruined my rhythm right there. I am great. Yes. I'm I'm glad to hear that Nancy's great. Andre's, I don't really care about how you are anymore. So we're just going to jump into today's show. I feel like, yeah, we're just going to skip it. I don't really care. Um, So we're going to jump into today's (laughs) topics. So we're gonna start. We're gonna start off with some trailers today, and there were a couple big ones that came out this week. And I'm glad that we are recording this today because a huge trailer dropped today that wouldn't have dropped if we recorded a day earlier, like we usually do. So that was uh, quite the benefit. But first, we're gonna be talking about a slightly smaller trailer, and that is the trailer for Olivia Wilde's "Don't Worry, Darling," which stars Olivia Wilde, Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Chris Pine, or as like my dad likes to call him, Christopher Pine. <laughs> formal yeah i know so formal you know i don't know if you saw that latest action movie with thomas cruise but it was oh my lord was it a a beautiful beautiful movie (laughs) chef's kiss (laughs) but we got our he's got a future yeah he's he's got a future that kid um so we got our first big glimpse at this movie and i'm curious to hear everyone's thoughts you know it's a trailer that's gotten a lot of acclaim since it was released so we'll start with we'll start with dave We'll, we'll start with you my friend what did you think of this trailer well, I actually just found out about this trailer from you guys. I had no idea this movie was even. That was on supposed to be secret, Dave. <laughs> Apparently, um, I I just remember after watching the entire trailer, the first words out of my mouth were, "What the fuck did I just see?" Because it has such a weird vibe. It starts out as this almost kind of Stepford wife, you know, utopian kind of community, and then. Turns into it took a left turn into this weird horror thing. I'm just like I don't know what movie this is gonna be yet. Like I'm still confused. I'm still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I but uh, yeah, I, I know the only thing from at least the couple things that I did look into after watching the trailer is the fact that I guess Olivia Wilde is. All- 
I'm still, like I said, I'm still flabbergasted. I should probably just turn to Nancy uh, and hear her <laughs> thoughts because she's probably got way better thoughts on this than I do. And Jindoyne, Olivia Wilde, what was her first movie? Yes, her first movie. Thank you for just <laughs> yes for two points for two a points a bit more. Like it just happened <laughs> for two Book points. Smart, thank there you go. <laughs> uh, just had to make sure. Just happened like the other day. You can't like give it a, give it some time. To no, breathe, you, you, you can't let that breathe. It happened. You can't let it that happened breathe. the other day on the free the for wound. all. Yeah. As we you know, our motto here is salt in the wound. Yeah, we like salt to we like to sprinkle it. Back. A little yeah. lemon juice. Yeah, man. <laughs> There ain't no Neosporin in this house. <laughs> but how about you, Nancy? What did you think of it? Uh, very similar. I was like, this is Stepford Wives meets The Master, it almost felt like. And, you know, watching it, I was like, do I want to watch Harry Styles, you know, for you on a dining room table? I don't yes. know. Yes, I do. Oh, okay, you do. Okay, I so you have an answer. Okay, gotcha. Spoiler alert. She does. Spoiler alert. She does. I do. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it looks really interesting. And same thing, it, it's kind of like, what the hell did I just watch? But it's intriguing enough to make me want to go watch it. And I think that's how you should do a trailer. Don't give away too much. Make it intriguing enough so we can go figure out what the hell this is, movie is about. So I'm all, I'm down to see this movie. I'm excited for it. Awesome. Okay, cool. Andres, how about you, man? Oh, who cares what I have to say? Go see the trailer. Go see the trailer, guys. <laughs> All right, on the next topic. All right, well, I mean, we can move on. I mean, <laughs> if you really want. I mean, no, 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 but, um, <laughs> honestly, we could just like no, skim but, um, it. But the thing is, you remember we were talking about our no, I don't remember that. movies. Of, <laughs> well, as a refresher, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh man so many things right now but anyway um but like but like early on in the year we discussed our top five uh most anticipated movies of uh 2022 uh-huh. and this was actually number five on my list only because of the fact Is of it? yeah yeah it was wow. i love how neither of us like oh. yeah was it was that yeah. <laughs> i just found out this movie existed today so i don't know about yeah. that. i just found out when the trailer came out i don't remember and i just found out me and andres talked outside of the show <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Discovery's all around. This is why you gotta read all the trades, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah, no, but just hearing about like all the all the things about what this film was being inspired by going into and just knowing um exactly what Olivia Wilde's uh, directing style was with Booksmart, where she handled the heart with sort of that sort of like coming of age story really well. And just the fact that she was delving into more of a thriller aspect was very intriguing in that sense. And then also people just kept saying it's Stepper Wise meets um, Get Out meets um, the master. Yeah, meets the master. Yeah, it's it, but, but, but it's like it's like all those movies sound completely opposite of anything that Olivia Wilde has even touched in the past couple of years. And for somebody who came out swinging right off the bat with her first film. This gets me really excited. And then also you have Harry Styles and you also have Florence Pugh as the leads. I'm Sign me up. Um, I'm fully on board with this movie. And this movie, the trailer was suitably weird and it doesn't give you a single hint as to what the plot is. It's just a glimpse. And that's exactly what a good teaser does. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. I think 
that this this trailer is like a masterclass in like showing a lot by showing almost nothing. And it's like, you know, it's like it's like a two and a half minute trail or something like that. And it's really just a lot of tantalizing things like you have this mystery at the core of it, which is very Stepford Wivesy, you know, a little bit of the mass. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. That one came out of left field. <laughs> I was like, like, I don't know if you even saw my reaction. She said the master. I was like, master. It's so weird. It makes no sense. That's Look, there's a little bit of the master in there that we're going to put that on the poster. Okay. It's, it's Stepford Wives meets the master, Nancy Rodriguez. <laughs> um, but I'm really intrigued. I mean, I, I really loved book smart. I thought Olivia Wilde did a great job with that movie in terms of the direction and just the storytelling. So I was really interested to see how this movie was going to look, and I knew it was going to be darker, but I was really pleasantly surprised by how gorgeous this movie looks. The cinematography looks terrific. The performances look great from everybody. You know, it's interesting to see Harry Styles like in a lead role like this, um, and he looks like he's faring well. Florence Pugh is always great, and Chris Pine looks creepy as fuck, and I, I'm just great to see him in a movie like this and playing like a darker character, which I'm all for. He almost looks like a cult leader of sorts in this, where he's just kind of like, oh, this is the how things are. You should behave, that kind of thing. Um, but now it's clicking with me. Maybe it is the master. Maybe it is. Did you just like inception me? Like what the fuck just happened? Okay. I, I literally like walked myself into her trap, but, um, so it's the master. Um, <laughs> but I really, but I really, I really think it looks like it's going to be very, uh, intense and suspenseful. And I really love that. I really don't know what the plot of the movie is at all. You could definitely tell something's wrong. And I like that the, like the sexual nature of the trailer isn't just for like, you know, clicks and views that it seems to be like a tool of like getting her to stay quiet of like being, you know, getting her to be like submissive and not look into the, like the secrets of this, whatever town that she's in. Like it has like a motive to it, which is actually kind of refreshing that it's not just being sexual just for the sake of being sexual, that like there's a reason why that's in the trailer and why you see so much of it, especially toward the end of it. Um, but yeah, obviously Nancy's going to see it for another reason, but that's fine. That is fine. <laughs> we all understand. <laughs> we all have our reasons. Okay. We all have our reasons, but overall I think it looks really cool and I'm very interested to see what wild does with it um it could be definitely one of the big surprises of the year in terms of like making my top 10 who knows i mean this year has actually been really good in terms of getting like really quality movies so far like my top five has been shifting around constantly in like the past like three or four months so definitely interested to see it but of course you know this trailer was a little bit overshadowed by another one that hit the interwebs today um avatar 2 the way of water uh, the first trailer was released today on the interwebs. It was playing in front of Doctor Strange this past weekend, but now it is available for everyone to see. So what did we think of this first look at this movie that is coming out 13 years after the original film? Let's start with Andre, since he already looks like he he's ready to talk. Oh, goodness. See, <laughs> uh, I mean the the entire thing with this with this trailer real quick, with this real quick. why why is it every time you're about to like go you have to like build up in this like all right <laughs> it's like it's like everything's been boiling I, inside I him I have to gather I have to gather my thoughts and then freaking there's Tom laughing there's you laughing I'm sorry that I enjoy life Andres I'm sorry that I like a laugh okay you just, you just like seeing me squirm Let's that may be guys. true but that doesn't mean that I'm always gonna be laughing at you. <laughs> We just appreciate the fact that you need to build to what you're going to say. We find it entertaining. I'm sorry that we're supportive and that we enjoy your company. Jesus. Anyway, go on. We love you. All right. Well, the big joke around town was just like, you know, 
I can't. I can't with you guys. I can't. It was a good trailer. Let's move on. No, you're not getting off that easy. I'm sorry. You did like I, you did like I, a pause. I, I, I had I had this really eloquent thing you about like pause. oh you know what oh, you we got we went back to we went back to Pandora. But you know what? I'm done. You know what? You guys go ahead. All right, we'll go to Nancy. Nancy, what did you think of the trailer? Okay, well, you gather your thoughts. Yeah, you gather your thoughts. I'll, I'll go. You gather your thoughts. Go back to being eloquent in a second. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it was a trailer. Listen. I, I, it's really hard wow, for me to you heard it here. about something, something that 13 years later, like I can't be that excited over a sequel that comes out that much longer. So it looks nice. I feel like we all have just have a case of the giggles at this point. It's bad. But it's like, I don't know. All right. It's, it looks good. I can't imagine it's going to be bad. But again, I can't be that excited for a movie that right. has a sequel 13 years later. I did the math. If they're on this track, the fourth one is going to come out when I'm 61. Like, I can't handle that. They need wow. to get it together. Really? So, <laughs> so, so she's yes. excited. Oh, wow. Okay. I, am, I will see the movie not excited for the movie we'll put it that way okay gotcha so it's a trailer and she's not all that excited for it all right andre you're pivoting back to you were you able to gather your thoughts oh yeah no i mean there's a giant leap forward between this movie and the last film and like again never bet against cameron cameron is arguably the master when it comes to freaking directing and then the thing is is arguably he's made one decent film and not a single bad one arguably and he's also the master of the sequel so like the master of the sequel the guy who's done terminator 2 aliens i mean every time he stepped a bat with a sequel he's I was, always I was waiting for another one part. i was like no, nothing. <laughs> you built up no, time for no man. Seriously, like it was like it was like the, the the beat was about to drop and then nothing happened. That was that was really that hurt. That Titanic. hurt my heart. <laughs> like that just made my soul frown. Like that hurts. He's he's only done two sequels. I can't drop a third beat. Oh well, then how can it be master of sequels when he's only done two? Because those two are fucking fantastic. That's how. Well, if All he right. lands a sequel, then we can call him the master of sequels. How about that? No. <laughs> no. Shut that down. No, I'm not okay with that. No. No, no. no I'm good. I will say, but, though, if he goes on this, like, now we're on a, a planet, now we're in water, and now we're in, like, the air, like, if he does that for the sequels, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Like, that's so annoying. <laughs> like, with the, we're not Captain Planet over here. I feel like it might go like the Bioshock but, but, route where this one's oh, this like underwater like and then the other one's going to be in the skies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> The way of clouds. You know what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness. The way of the skies. <laughs> oh, that's even better. The way of the skies. Ooh. Ooh. Just, just like type that out, put it in papyrus font and you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Very how are we gonna get through this episode guys i don't know but, honestly continue. no no know. no no but 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 all i will say is um i saw this trailer last night in in imax and in 3d and you're just teleported into this world and it looks so much more clear and so much more vivid than it did last time and there's so many aspects to get excited about this that Honestly, I'm so on board for this. And like we said with Don't Worry Darling, this is the definition of a teaser. It doesn't give you all that much. It's just, we're back. We're finally going back to Pandora, and it's great. 
There we go. We finally got to say his line. I'm happy for you. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Um, I like. I shared a very similar experience with um, seeing it in like IMAX 3D, where it definitely pays to see it in 3D. Like if you're watching it on your computer, it's just like a kind of iffy teaser trailer where like it doesn't really do much, doesn't really show you much of the story. It kind of looks very similar to the first film. Uh, I will say, like, the best part of seeing the trailer was seeing it in 3D, where the 3D really looked immersive and it looked beautiful. And you could tell the environments are definitely more detailed and textured now. Um, and I'm definitely going to be seeing the movie in 3D. And everyone who says they're just not going to be seeing the movie, you're going to get so much FOMO that you're going to end up seeing it. So don't kid yourself like you're not going to see Avatar 2. Everyone in the fucking world saw the first one, even though they wanted to make fun of it. So you're going to see the sequel. So let's just calm down. we got one person but, here who hasn't seen it. <laughs> Wait, wait, who hasn't seen Avatar? Oh, right, you haven't seen Avatar, Jindoyan, right? I mean, I, I saw Fern Gully. Does that count? If you saw Fern Gully, Pocahontas, yeah, Dancing with Wolves. Pocahontas, I saw Pocahontas, Dancing yeah, with just, Wolves. All right, so you've seen Avatar. Other... Okay, so I have seen Avatar. You got it. Right. Yeah, yeah, so he's, so yeah, he's already prepped. Add a shade of blue and you're all good. Yeah, Perfect. exactly. Just add some blue people, you're good to go. <laughs> But 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 I but I will say but I will say the one thing that's going to be different about this movie in particular is that Cameron with the last film 3D was sort of unproven by that point and people were just like oh man why do we need 3D and then Cameron comes right out the bat with this film and shows you exactly how 3D can be utilized whereas I think the next thing with this film is that he is actually delving into a high frame rate for the movie so it's going to look a little different and it's going to be something that you know um peter jackson had tried uh 60 frames a second with um the hobbit and it kind of looked terrible but if there's one filmmaker out there that i fully believe will get it right it's going to be cameron so just the idea of this movie being in 3d and being shot 60 frames a second i'm i'm very intrigued to see what that looks like especially in imax as well mm -hmm. and I do feel like I feel like the one thing that this trailer has going against is like I just I'm I wouldn't be I would I would have been way more excited for this movie if this trailer had come out like maybe two or three years after the original movie where like it felt like the natural time to have a sequel. It's like 13 years later. It was hard for me to watch the trailer and really like actively care about it. It was just like I felt like I was back in like 2009 watching Avatar. And sure, like there's a part of me that's like, oh, maybe it'll be better than the first movie. And I'm sure it'll be like fun to watch on a big screen. And I'm definitely going to see it. But I left that trailer very like underwhelmed thinking to myself, all right, well, it's a trailer and I'll probably see it. But like I'm not like over the moon excited like I was when I saw that trailer for the first film, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same. No, and, and, I, and I totally understand that. But I think what the time is going to allow us to do, at least for this film, is that A, it's going to give us time to miss this movie. Like, if it had come out like two or three years after the original, we would have been like, okay, been there, done that. And it wouldn't have looked as good as it does now. So at least that's how time is going to benefit on it. But also, if you look at Cameron's track record, Aliens, Terminator 2 almost came out almost 10 years after the original. So there is something to waiting and getting something right. So if, if we're going to follow on the same track and there's 13 years later behind that, and then also you got the upgrade in tech, I think we're going to be in for something really special. Well, we will see when this movie hits theaters, hopefully 
in December of this year. You know, I think it's one thing just to get a trailer where it's like, oh my God, it's a real movie that's actually coming out and that he's not messing around, that it actually is coming out this December. It's not getting pushed back again. So we are indeed getting an Avatar sequel. And obviously, you know, we'll get like another trailer or two before this movie comes out. I'm just very interested to see what the story is going to be because it seems to involve family. You know, uh, you know, Jake and Natiri seem to have a family now and a lot of it has to do with like being underwater and there's some animals that they're riding and it looks very cool. But I definitely want to know like what the story is because I hope it's just not as like basic as like the first film was. I want it to be a little bit more ambitious in terms of its story and you know be a little bit more original in that regard because if you strip away those visuals from the first film, it's pretty okay movie you know in terms of just yeah. the storytelling and the characters like it was really the visuals that made that movie so memorable and why you know yeah. grossed you know over a billion dollars or isn't it like over two, two. billion dollars it's, 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 two it's, billion yeah it's insane and and, and 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 here's the thing is that the only one that's even come close to dethroning it is endgame and they're going to be re-releasing this movie in september yeah so i'm pretty sure that this movie is going to be the the it's highest gross movie of all time one yeah because oh, yeah. that's how Cameron rolls. <laughs> dude, dude, if, if there was anybody you should bet against, it's not Cameron. No. <laughs> I think I think one interesting thing, at least when I was in the the Doctor Strange uh, movie, the the entire audience, as soon as that Avatar trailer came up, I heard like several people around me be like, oh, my God, it's back. Like, so if yeah. that's like a temperature check of people's interest, then I think that it's going to do gangbusters just because. I wasn't. I was not really that interested, but that's just because we've even established that I haven't seen the first one. Um, but literally, like I would say, several rows around me were just gasping of excitement. So that just kind of—if that tells you anything—it's like he said: don't bet against Cameron. Don't bet against the fact that he's always swung hard for the fences and pretty much knocked it out of the park every single time, especially with the new tech. You talk yeah. about the 3D. This whole new thing now is with the way of the water. He's doing the whole underwater thing. It's going to establish a whole new way of filmmaking with that. So. It's it's going to be interesting just for the filmmaking alone. I think I'm more interested in that more than the story uh, for this movie. Yeah, I mean, and I want to find yeah. out how they made a human baby because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I also am interested in Nancy's take about yeah. this being like a backdoor franchise thing for Captain Planet. I think I want that movie. Oh, okay, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> Oh, my God. But of course, you know, we we briefly mentioned that this trailer played in front of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, the huge Marvel movie that hit theaters this past weekend. Very divisive movie. You know, so many different opinions about this floating on the interwebs. It definitely is the kind of Marvel movie that sparks a lot of good discussion. You know, people have been loving the movie, hating the movie, falling middle of the road on it. So this should be definitely an interesting discussion for all of us because I've I've gotten like a brief taste of everyone's opinions for the most part. And like, I can definitely tell it's going to be a good time here. So we're going to be diving into some spoiler territory. So if you have not seen Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, do not continue listening to this or watching this until you have seen the movie. Otherwise, you will have the movie spoiled. You have been warned. So Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We'll start with Nancy. What did you think of this Marvel sequel, this highly anticipated Marvel sequel? I actually really liked it. Um, I think there definitely were some parts where I felt it was a little bit rushed. And also a few parts where I was like, oh, Sam, bring me. Look at you. Look at you just doing things for fun. Um, but overall, I love that they made it so dark. That was, I absolutely love that um, Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, just wreaked havoc on everyone and just fuck shit up. 
I really didn't know from the trailer. I thought she was actually going to be a good guy in this movie, and turns out, nope, not at all. No, no, no. Um, so yeah, overall, <laughs> I just, I just really, really loved it, and the introduction of America coming in that was fantastic too. I really liked her character. So that's just my brief little. Mm-hmm overview of the movie before we get into details. Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Jen Doyen, what did you think of Doctor Strange 2? I think you're the only person whose opinion I don't know yet, so this is exciting. I think that's a point. Oh, uh, oh, and of, and, of, and of course his video freezes as he's about to give his opinion. Wow, talk about suspense. <laughs> did he forget to put, like plug in his computer again? <laughs> oh. oh no, disable no. camera disable. Oh no, where is he? Where is he? Jindoyan. Come on. Jindoyan, blink twice he's if you can hear me. Multiverse. Oh no. Is he there? He's lost in the multiverse. He's gone. Oh no. America Chava is just just punched a hole into his internet connection. Oh. <laughs> Damn, but that honestly couldn't have been timed better. I mean, like legitimately right as he's about to talk about his thoughts, it just goes out. <laughs> what if he's just going to say the most like oh, he's back. thing ever? Is he back? Jindoyan. Is he back? Yeah, he's back. Yeah. There you I never, he, here's the crazy thing is I never lost connection with you guys whatsoever. Oh, he wow. <laughs> it was a multiverse disruption. What can we say? That was... That was weird. All right. Well, anyway, as you were. Talk trash on the movie and got kicked out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Just preemptively. No. All right. Well, let the people know what your thoughts. Overall, I had an absolute blast with this movie. Um, I I had so much fun. I thought that the the fact that it felt like a lot of people are saying like a Sam Raimi movie, I felt was so refreshing compared to what you would see normally in a typical MCU film because – a lot of them kind of feel, I don't want to say cookie cutter, but you kind of know what you're going to get stylistically with a lot of the films, and they sort of bleed into each other, in my, my opinion. I felt like with this one, it, it had fun, it was entertaining, it, it really, the color palette too that he got to play with was, it was just, like I said, it was refreshing. And mm-hmm. as you can see, I have like my little Army of Darkness poster back here, love and it. I love just all the little nods and, and quips and cameos that we'll probably get into a little bit more later but just overall good time just had a had a smile my whole time watching that movie it was just a blast to go for the ride okay mm. and now we're about to take a sharp right turn into andre's gallego territory so there you go i said your last name you piece of shit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right you delve into the universe where you got my name yeah there, right. there we go go for it man <laughs> All right. Well, I'm a huge comic book fan, and also I really, really love the original Doctor Strange movie as well. I know it's one of those that people have gone back and been like, at first it was sort of a lukewarm response, whereas people have sort of been coming back to it lately. Going into this movie, I was super excited about the fact that Sam Raimi was directing Sam Raimi back in the comic book universe again. I love the Spider-Man trilogy. Yes, I said the trilogy. It's That trilogy still holds up for me. Even Spider-Man 3. Sorry, controversial, whatever. Anyways, um, I don't know. Walking out of this one, uh, like there were certain aspects about it that I really did enjoy in terms of just, I don't know, superficially what Sam Raimi is all about. And then there were just certain elements about the story. It was a very thin plot for me. It was sort of what... Everything on the surface level of what Doctor Strange is, but without any of the heart for me. And then also, it just kind of, I mean, like, I know so so many people are 
praising this film because it feels like Sam Raimi. Whereas I feel that this feels like Sam Raimi because it's a lot of the old tricks that he's brought up beforehand. And it feels familiar because he's done it before. So overall, I just kind of felt like I, I couldn't help but just be really disappointed by this movie. And like, uh, it's not the worst MCU movie, but I was legitly disappointed by it in so many respects. And we'll go on that a little later. But well, overall, it's used, just a fine movie. When you say he's used something before, like what? Give me an example. Like what? Oh, okay. Well, right off the bat, um, a lot of the horror elements are kind of uh brought in from uh, Evil Dead. Sort of like, there's that moment where Wanda is dreamwalking into her into her, into her her previous self, and then there's the camera angle where it's like, oh, it's, it's like, it's very reminiscent of the evil in Evil Dead. And then there's also the moment where she's walking past all the items in the kitchen and everything is moving independently of each other, and that's very Evil Dead 2 right there. And just also, like, Oh, what, what like like what other aspects about it? I mean, but do you feel that's just like a style? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, at what point is it just? I mean, I kind of feel like that's just Raimi's style. style. It's really I mean, just the style, yeah. But 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 see, here's the thing: is that people argue that it's his style. But I feel that we got even more of his style in the Spider-Man films because he wasn't reusing certain tropes. He tried things a little differently in those Spider-Man films, but it still felt very Raimi. Whereas this kind of felt like it's him pulling the tricks that he's already done before and just doing it somewhat a little different and somewhat a little better, arguably at certain points. But I don't know, it, 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 for me, it just kind of felt like we had already seen some of this stuff before. Not necessarily that it felt like an evolution of Raimi. It just felt like we got Raimi just in the same hat trick, if that makes any sense. And that's not necessarily, that's not necessarily, I mean, for me, it's a knock on the movie, but I know for everybody else, they really enjoyed it for that aspect. And if you enjoyed it, that's great. But for me, I I was really looking forward to seeing what other things Raimi would do with the horror elements. Like, I absolutely love the sequence where she, where Wanda is haunting um, the mirror dimension via all the, all the, um, all the uh, reflections, reflections all around the mm -hmm. place. Like, I, I thought that was a really great, and I thought that was a really awesome and inventive way of doing certain things. But the other, my other complaint about this as well is that it's titled In the Multiverse of Madness. Whereas I don't feel we got enough of the multiverses all that much. Like, we got little hints of them, but it didn't feel like we had, like, so much of them that we were like, holy crap, like, what did we just go through? Like, it only felt like we got, like, a slight hint of that. And then in rewatching Doctor Strange yesterday before I went to go see it for the second, before I went to go see the second one for the second time, I felt like we got more abstract imagery and we got more trippy imagery in that first film than we did with this one. And it just, I mean, for me, it just kind of felt like a step back in terms of the visuals. I mean, it's definitely a raise in the visuals for Raimi, but you know, you gotta raise up your level all the way up to what, what uh, Doctor Strange was originally because you are inheriting a sequel. And I just kind of felt like it, it was a very safe, it was a very safe sequel for lack of a better word at certain points. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's, you know, and again, a lot of people may love it for all the reasons I, I knock against it, but you know, if you enjoyed it, I'm so glad you got to enjoy it. But honestly, I just didn't get that experience. And those were Andres's brief thoughts. 
I'm Dr. Strange. Brief last thoughts before he's murdered off camera by all the, okay. by oh all my the MCU Raimi heads. I feel like Andres is trying so hard not to get people to, or get to people. Yeah, he's like playing the defensive, he's like, like so. Oh, he's like, look, oh, if you oh, want to. Oh, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. I already know that by knocking on this movie, people are already going to be like, oh, my God. Oh, fuck this guy and like I, here's the thing is that I'm saying all these things and it's still like a B movie for me it's still like a it's still like a B it's like oh it's still fun but it's not my favorite MCU movie whereas I've seen so many people on Twitter are like oh my god it's the best one ever made and all this other stuff and I'm like really really I mean I know you love Sam Raimi but you know, is it really like yes how dare you have an opinion on a film seriously the gall, right. the brass <laughs> to have an opinion on a movie. <laughs> the gall. Oh, my word. Um, the unmitigated gall. The unmitigated gall. Yeah, that's a better way of putting it. Um, I mean, I will just briefly say that. I mean, I love the movie, but I really just want to like dive into spoilers because I feel like I can't really properly talk about my thoughts about the movie without really uh, delving deep into the movie. Um, so before I get into that, I want everyone else to kind of take a stab at it. Like, what would you say were your favorite parts of the movie that like really stood out to you that made you really enjoy it? Or, you know, the best parts of a movie that you thought was just okay in Andres's case. <laughs> I, I already know off the bat what my absolute favorite part of the whole movie I'm sure was. it's the same one that is mine. Same. Yeah, I think it's all the same. Does it involve music? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, it doesn't involve music. the music part is my second favorite. My my absolute favorite part of the entire movie, and I wouldn't have minded another hour of this, was just Bruce Campbell as the pizza guy. Oh, honestly, I, I could have done without it. Honestly, it was just. No, like, I, oh. I actually enjoyed seeing that. That made me laugh so hard. I popped so like, hard when that happened. It was fine. It was fine. Like yeah. I, I'm glad that he did yeah. have a cameo in it. Yeah. I felt like it wouldn't been Sam Raimi without it. But <laughs> I think for me, my favorite was when Wanda went in and just. Flew Fucked up everyone's shit over. So the like, whole movie. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, the, oh, you're talking about uh, you're talking about like with Black uh, Bolt and all them. Yes, the Illuminati. Uh, yeah, the Illuminati. Oh, like, see, I, that, that, was that was great. See, I love I that. Good. See, I love the fact that okay, that was definitely the point in the movie where where Raimi was told, okay, you need to have these cameos in it, but instead of like just succumbing and just having cameos in the movie, it felt like he he gave them what they wanted. But then he basically said, fuck you by having Wanda kill all of them in like the most gruesome ways possible where like it felt like it was justified to me. I was like, OK, cool. You get to see John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, which was really cool. And that was easily my favorite cameo in the movie because I really liked him in the role in the brief time we got to see him um, and seeing Patrick Stewart as, you know, Xavier was always great. Um, but seeing Wanda just go toe to toe with all of them and just destroy them. It felt like Raimi was like, OK, I gave you your cameos, but now I'm going back to the movie I wanted to make. And it was it was a great yeah. way of like including what he needed to while also serving at the same time. So I loved that whole sequence. Yeah. And those were some gruesome mm -hmm. kills. Oh my God. Yeah. How, that was the scene when where I was like, don't oh, take yeah. your kids, man. When she don't take your kids. Black Bolt's freaking mouth and he just yeah. blew his own yeah. head off. What mouth? Oh my like, God. What? Okay, oh yeah. Is she matrix them? Uh, oh my God. How about, Twilight what, Zone. How about Xavier <laughs> where she literally snapped his neck in his like freaking vision. Oh my yes. God. Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. <laughs> but uh, have you guys seen the Twilight Zone movie at all? Probably not. So, Vaguely. I, so I, I haven't uh, seen it in a while. There's, because uh, there's different little stories, but there's one where the sister, I think, has uh, special abilities where you can change things with her minds. And one of the things she does is, like, her brother 
uh, she does that with his mouth so he can't talk or anything. Oh, and that haunted me when I was younger because I saw it when I was pretty young. So when that happened, I was like, no, it's happening again. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, the PTSD comes back. Childhood. childhood. Like, yeah. Yeah, got traumatized. <laughs> but I, that kill was amazing. Oh, my God. But you think he would have known not to yell. All right. I did just remember now when you mentioned the Illuminati, um, my actually, I think one of my favorite parts as well would be just these seven musical notes that were played was when Xavier rolled in on his little yellow. How many years, how many years have we been waiting for that on screen? Those, those seven notes and that weird looking yellow wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. God, fuck you, Brian Singer. This is what we wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so I was very sad when he came back because I was like, oh man, now he's gonna die. Like I thought he was the one that was gonna get away. It's like, nope, nope. never mind. Nope, everyone's dead. <sighs> but I love the fact that they were able yeah. to hide in the trailer, even though a lot of people guessed it already, but that like Wanda was going to be the outright villain of the movie. But even like when it happened in the movie, I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Cause that's what I wanted. It wasn't like, Oh, they showed in the trailers. It was what you expected. Cause they try to make it seem in the trailers. Like they're going to be like kind of like a reluctant team of like working together to try to stop whatever the threat is. So, but like when it's revealed when they're in that field and then all of a sudden, like you see what it really is. And then you see her like, look like she just had like a, seven night bender <laughs> just like where she yeah. just looks like horrible yeah. because of the dark hold um i was like oh this movie's that gonna part, get dark though, i was cracking up laughing because my mom went to go see it with us and my mom knows nothing about comic movies so uh when that part happened when he was like wait i didn't she goes i didn't tell say or no what did she say you didn't tell me her name did you and my mom's like, that's what I was going to say. Like, out loud. <laughs> yeah. In front of everyone. Yeah. So even my mom was like, I see you. I see you, Wanda. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Andres? What were some of your favorite? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, some of my favorite moments off the film right off the bat is the, um, is the Wanda uh, attack on Comertage. I think that was, that was one great. of my favorite moments. But but honestly, it's <laughs> there was one moment that made me and the entire audience laugh all unison. It's when Wally's goes, Sorceress, fortify your minds. <laughs> because, I was like, what does that was, mean? He was doing the, <laughs> yeah, because he was also because like because like the way he was doing it reminded me of that meme from Invincible where it's like, think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, um, but apart, yeah. And I was gonna say one second. Should we pause because Jinjoin's computer completely sh shut off on him? So he he gone. Did he forget to plug in his computer? <laughs> Possibly. Probably. Oh, he said, Andres, you caused us by screaming at Brian Singer. Yeah, he definitely forgot to plug it in. That happened the, the last time Fuck we were Brian hanging Singer. out. <laughs> oh my so God. Fuck Brian Singer. Did, wait. Yeah. Yeah, we could, I guess we'll just keep recording um, okay. until he gets back in. Um, Andres, you can edit this out. Yeah, this is going to be a bitch to edit. Jindoya! <laughs> 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 Well, no, I was trying to like just try to like uh -oh. talk until he came back to see if it was like naturally come back. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna yeah. do because that's what I was trying I to know, do. But I felt that yeah. he was gonna be gone forever. Let's see if he. God damn you, Bernice! I want to see if <laughs> I want to see if my hypothesis was correct. Bernice, did you forget to plug in your computer? <laughs> I did. 
Oh, I had the cable. Listen, I had the cable right next to it, and I thought it was plugged in the whole Dude, time. How? Look, be just, better. You've done this twice. <laughs> be better. <laughs> Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really am sorry. And I understand if you want to just kick me out and do the rest of the show. I get it. I mean, that's fair. Okay, but, oh, no, we're uh, still keeping this. Yeah, we're keeping this. Just so the people know, there was a brief interruption because uh, our, our sweet lovely humble guest <laughs> David Jindoyan forgot to plug in his computer <laughs> and it shut off as he was talking because you know things happen <laughs> and people forget and but we're leaving this in there because and we want so people to learn from this <laughs> and they need to know that this stuff will be kept in the podcast yeah. they need to know that that's um, fine there we go that's fine. which is fine so well, what were we talking about so yeah. we were talking about Doctor Strange 2 we were talking some spoilers we were having a great time with it um, and like going oh, yeah. going more and into, then I had to ruin the fun yeah you had to ruin the fun by like shutting off on us so that was great um, but I will say you know we're Andres, you know, wasn't a huge fan of, you know, Raimi kind of using some familiar tricks or visuals from his past movies in this one. I just loved overall, like Jindoyan said earlier, that this feels like a movie that has a voice, that has a distinct style, that has color, vibrant color, and that it actually is trying to do something different. It doesn't feel like it's coming off the Marvel conveyor belt. It feels like it's trying to be its own singular, distinctive thing while loosely connecting to the Marvel Cinematic Universe to please fans, which I loved because... Give a great director like Sam Raimi the reins. Let him have creative freedom. Let him do his Sam Raimi thing. And I loved what he did with this movie. Visually, like just from the get-go, it felt like a Sam Raimi movie. And I was so happy to feel his voice and see his voice on screen. Now, when the movie really dips into the horror territory, I loved it. I mean, especially the third act of this movie is probably, it might be, like my, f in a long time, like my favorite Marvel third act in a long time, because usually the third acts of Marvel movies, they can kind of be iffy and very hit or miss. But that's when this movie went like full Raimi, where it felt like this beautiful hybrid of a Doctor Strange movie, an Evil Dead movie, and even a Dark Man movie, where I was like, this is everything that I wanted from a Sam Raimi Doctor Strange film, where it really tapped into like the, the darkness of the story and of like the cool possibilities of this character. And I had a huge smile on my face. Just from, like, from beginning to end, the performances, Benedict Cumberbatch playing different versions of himself. Amazing. Elizabeth Olsen just delivering a powerhouse performance as Scarlet Witch, you know, really showing us, you know, the effects of the Darkhold and how it was really fucking with her mind and her interactions with her multiverse self. Amazing. Uh, and I felt like her ultimate, I guess, um, redemption at the end of the movie uh it felt like the part in spider-verse where kingpin was trying to basically do the same thing with the collider to like be reunited with his family <laughs> and but it was just done way better yeah it's like the same motivation but i think it was done better it's the same as doc ock in spider-man 2 well, uh, well, Doc Ock. Oh no, but, not, Doc, but Doc, Doc, Doc wasn't yeah. trying to go. Yeah, he wasn't trying to find. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't trying to go to like a multiverse. Nobody crushed himself with pillars the same way. Well, like I mean, basically, I mean, he destroyed that machine like Wanda destroyed like the Darkhold in this movie. It was very similar in like what she was doing. Yeah. But I just felt like it, like the redemption arc for her, like it felt earned, and I liked it, especially because that people were like it destroyed Wanda's arc. I'm like, did you not listen to the whole? spiel about what the dark hole does to whoever uses it and how it fucks with their mind like were you not awake for that part of the movie like come on like come I on love, i Sorry. love that america also <laughs> was you know they were fighting so hard against wanda and america was finally like you know what give her what she wants because she's going to see that it's not going to work out. Yeah, and man. That ultimately, <laughs> she, her family's not going like, to accept her this way. I will, I will, I will say by, by the end of it, when, uh, when America 
uh, punches her into into the reality that she wants to go into, and then uh, Wanda's kids run away and they start going, please don't hurt us. And then all of a sudden, Wanda just comes up and goes, I wouldn't hurt you. I wouldn't hurt anybody. And I literally went, ha! In the movie theater, I laughed so hard because I'm like, did we just miss the past two hours where you're murdering everybody? Yeah, that's how fucked up she was. When when you dive into your when you dive into your other self and then all of a sudden, like right when you're done getting whatever you want from that other person, you just leave her body off in a big multiverse in the middle of nowhere. And she's like, wait, where am I? My boys. Wait, what? It's like. I actually like that. Yeah, I, was cool. I feel like that's how far gone she was. Yeah. She actually yeah. did believe that. And that's that to me, that's what the dark hole did to her. Yeah. It just like it I fucked with me. her mind so bad. She like genuinely. Yeah, guys, like, keep believe. keep working up Andres. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> I feel like she genuinely believed that she was like the good person in this because she just was doing anything for her family. And obviously that was not true. Yeah. All right. There's one thing that I will say that I think can unify everybody here is the first time because I had no idea who this character was to begin with. Like I never Me knew either. she like what she right. Yeah, I didn't know anything. So the second either. that I found out her name was America, in my mind I was like America, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think everyone was thinking yeah. that. And every time they said her name, that's all that was playing in my head the no. entire time. And I just yeah. love that whenever she like punches a hole into another dimension, it's like a star. I was like. <laughs> I was like, I, I was like, I'm sure that's comic accurate and everything. But I was like, man, that's a little on the nose, no? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but, but the, the other thing. But 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 the thing that I that I, that kind of made me laugh watching it the second time was when you're introduced to America and Strange in their universe, running away from the demon. They they start off they start off running away and they start off speaking in Spanish for two lines and then it's just dropped entirely. <laughs> it's like oh my god it's ahí ya viene el demon. All right, what are we gonna do? Uh, we have to jump through that portal. Wait a minute, what, what, why did you just like break off the Spanish all of a sudden? Like, I don't know. I think like, they did pay for these subtitles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't they know. They did what Hunt for Red October did is like they zoomed in on the lips and then switched over. They're still speaking Spanish. We just see it as English. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they did that. Oh my. My God, but you know what? I will say, I, like, I'm happy though that this movie actually gave Doctor Strange some development because I feel like after his first movie, we really didn't learn much about the guy, and like here we get to flesh out his relationship with Christine a little bit more. We get to learn about his sister um, and like basically why he wanted to get into medicine and why he was always so afraid to fail and everything like that. Like all that was really interesting stuff, and like his arc and Wanda's arc was really compelling to me. And then you pair that with Sam Raimi's visuals, his like horror aesthetic. I was just it was such my jam. Like it was everything I wanted. And I knew that I remember <laughs> like when I was watching the third act of the movie where. You you know, uh, I forget who was was saying. I think it was Christina's. Like, but there's no like living you in the, in that world. He's like, who said anything oh. about it being alive? And and I was like, yes. <laughs> and then literally, as soon as like he raised the dead, there was a woman behind me. And this is when I knew the movie was probably going to be a little bit divisive. She's like, oh my god, this is so stupid. <laughs> and I was like, you clearly don't know Sam Raimi. No, no, no. See, see, I I was all I was all over the resurrection. Um, like that was that so moment, dope. I was like, holy. Holy crap! That was that, so fucking that was cool. awesome. Yeah, and then and then and, and, and then it was and then it was somewhat negated by the fact that I was like, wait, a minute, is he literally gonna like stumble for like the next fifteen minutes by this point? No, but then when he made the freaking cape, when he made like the cape of like damn souls, I, I was like, this is that. one of the coolest. Oh, yeah. That was. I was like, this is one of the coolest things I've ever fucking seen in a Marvel movie. I was I, like. 
I I want I want that figure, guys. I want that figure, the demon with the cape. All right, it's so that fucking so dope. Freaking... And then like every time he would there... talk, I was like, oh, I'm watching Dark Man now. I was like, this is sick. So <laughs> there was a moment where that almost got a little too campy for people because the people in the theater that I was in were semi yeah. starting to giggle once he started to like zoom in on his face and talk a little bit. Oh, I loved and it. He had that like weird loved gap in his yeah. Loved it. People started like getting the giggles a little bit, kind of like how we were in the beginning of the show. You know, before I disconnected and everything. Yeah, and before then... you ruined everything. Um... <laughs> before I yeah. ruined it all. Yeah, before you just took a steaming yeah. dump on all of our phases, it's fine. <laughs> I was like, one of the things I didn't like, though, was when uh, What's-His-Face asked Wanda, like, well, why don't you just make her take you to where you want to go? And she's like, well, what if they get sick and I need to take them somewhere else? I was like, what, what <laughs> excuse is that? I started like, laughing so much. a better reason. I was like, that's such a weak-ass reason for them to put in the movie. Like, they could have done that. It's fine. Oh, my God, Jindoy. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, now he's like turning into Mr. Roboto over there. Oh my lord. To find your Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is, uh, Andres, I feel so bad that you have to edit this episode. And listeners, you're gonna have to hear a lot of crossfades. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> but it's it's all part of the fun here. We're very loose, so we're just gonna keep talking until his webcam hopefully comes back. Um, trying to think what else in this movie that I really enjoyed. Uh, I really enjoyed that like one hand-to-hand combat scene he had with Mordo, like in that like pit or whatever. Um, I thought that was dope. Uh oh. No. Are you serious? Oh my god. What? What happened? Now we're losing him too. Now we lost Tom. No, I'm here. You better be kidding me. Oh god. I'm here. Let's talk about the music scene. Hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Am I here? Do you guys see me? Hold on. And we have no Tom, and we have Dindoy. Great, great, great. I don't know. Oh, I don't man. know what Wait, is going on. I'm on. cursed with. Hold on. Do you get? <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Do you guys see me? Blame me for this. But I will say that the music scene. Um, I really liked it, uh, style-wise. But for me, it just went on too long. Okay. I was like, Musical notes to something else that was going to be all trippy and then mix it up there, but yeah, it felt a little long too. Yeah, okay. it was cool. it was definitely a little it was definitely a little long. I liked it better when it was done in Spider Man One because it was just the razor bat scene all over again. See, but but that but that's Wait, like my entire point is that we've Spider-Man seen one. them. Yeah, what when is, was what that is, in Spider Man One? When when he's tossing the razor bats at Spider Man and Spider Man's like dodging them and all that other stuff. Oh, okay, you're very okay. reminiscent. Of that. I see what you're talking about. Like as far as it being kind of that 3D, not 3D, but yeah, yeah. the floating I blades like, and the notes. I was like, when the fuck did he do music notes yeah. in Spider-Man One? I thought you meant. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, no, not exactly the music notes. <laughs> How about you, Jim? Which we should pause. Anything, was there anything that um, you didn't like about this movie? Um, I. So one thing that I did find out, and I heard that there was like a longer cut of this, it's kind of what Andres was talking about a little bit as well, is the overall story felt like certain parts felt a little rushed. Like they kind of just moved along and was like, okay, this is done now, let's just do the next thing. And um, I feel like the Illuminati was done a little dirty just because they're supposed to be the people that are supposed to be on top of everything. 
and they're like the people that took care of Thanos and you know all that and you're gonna tell me that they didn't have like some kind of plan to come up to take out Wanda and then they just kind of walk in and then Reed Richards supposed to be the smartest man alive and then is like telling Wanda exactly <laughs> the weakness of Black Bolt oh yeah just don't let him cover his mouth and then he's gonna kill you and then just took him out. It's like, I don't know also, what happened there. Also, after seeing that, when he's like, okay, I'm going to take you on now with my stretchy hand. It's like, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> you take my like, strong hand. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but, but, Turn but the I, guy into spaghetti. But, but, I, but yeah. I will say, I absolutely... Oh, and Tom's back. Hey. 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 There back. we go. Oh, no. See, it, it wasn't just me, man. I told you. About Doctor Strange. It feels like... Now it's on you. It feels like it feels like the internet connection is just going through various multiverses by this point it now. Like, I, like I, I was the second like to go. I think Andres might be the third. <laughs> Nancy's yeah. gonna be all, all by herself oh, on the show. She's gonna get what she wants. Just yeah. be hosting a show all to herself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh but but God. I but I will say but I will say that Illuminati scene like as much praise as that scene is getting, I sort of felt like that was sort of Raimi kind of a little bit on autopilot by that point because here's the thing he had his style all throughout the film he had the dark style all through the first half no through the first uh the first act and the third act was infinitely ramy but then i felt like all the illuminati stuff sort of felt like that was the stuff that he had no choice but to bow to kevin feige and put yeah. the and put it in there and and that's not necessarily a knock to it it was just like i mean it kind of felt like it was it was not as much Raimi as as the previous halves of the film were, so honestly, it was it was just fine. But you know, they definitely did make Wanda Wanda a formidable foe in that in that scene as well. Like probably my favorite. No one should be no, talking with her at all. No, no, no. But but the line the line that truly made me go, oh god, like like that kind of terrified me and sort of made me hate Wanda to a certain extent was when he goes when Reed comes up to her and goes. Listen, I'm a father. I know the pain you're feeling right now. And then Wanda goes, "Yeah, their their mother. Are they still alive? Yeah. All right. Then there'll be someone left to raise them." And I'm like, "Bitch." But she won't hurt anybody. But she'll never hurt anybody. Yeah, no. She wouldn't. Oh yeah, no. She have a random. There's no pain. You know. You have a random question though. One thing that I found is that the writer for this movie is the writer for the Loki series. And, and Rick because and Morty. of that, do you th and one one episode of Rick and Morty, but he did all the episodes for uh, the Loki series. And what I wonder is, do you think that had Doctor Strange been a series rather than just a movie, that you would have had more enjoyment out of it, Andres? Or do you think that you feel, you, even if it was directed by Sam, let's say Sam Raimi did all the episodes, do you feel like if it was more episodic, it would have been better? Or do you feel like you'd still kind of have these same gripes of with Raimi? I feel like I would still have semi, I mean, it would just be different problems entirely. I felt like I would be more connected with the characters with a longer runtime for sure. But I feel like, honestly, it, it, it's it's not really like as, as much as I go, oh, there was not really all that much original Raimi in this film. I don't think the ultimate problem stems from Raimi. I think the ultimate problem stems from Kevin Feige because... 
Scott Derrickson was the original director that was attached to this, and he did a great job with the first film, I thought. He delivered a lot of style, he delivered a lot of atmosphere in, in that film, and the thing is, you look at a film that he literally directed because he couldn't direct Doctor Strange, you look at the black phone and you watch that, and that atmosphere is palpable. That atmosphere is a horror film through and through, and the fact that the director of that and Sinister was going to make a horror-themed Doctor Strange movie, I think he would have pushed it even further than what Raimi did. I just think that maybe Kevin Feige wasn't ready for that, and then also on top of that, I don't think Disney would have been ready for that kind of vision. So, I, I, less less my problems with Sam Raimi, more my problems with where Kevin overall Feige decided... Is- yeah, the overall direction, because honestly, at the end of the day, no matter what anybody says... When a director directs an MCU film, they're really answering to Kevin Feige. Like, it's really just sort of like how a showrunner sort of directs the entire thing. Either you get on board with his vision or you get replaced, which is exactly what happened with Edgar Wright with Ant-Man. What happened with um, what happened with uh, uh, Scott Derrickson with this film as well, too. I mean, it's 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 less Sam Raimi, more of the direction Feige wanted to go in. And who knows? And and, and and the other thing I have to preface this as well too. Mm-hmm. We don't know we don't know where he's going with this four or five years down the line. It could be a thing where I look back on this movie and I'm like, oh, you know what? It made sense to do this. It made sense to sort of go down this route because we would have been blowing our load later on or it wouldn't have made sense <laughs> later on. Yeah, of all the phrases Blow our load. <laughs> Blow our proverbial load. Oh, <laughs> and he's doubling down on it. All right. I, I yeah, say, fuck it. Before we ra- we wrap up the discussion about this movie, there's one complaint about this movie that I just I can't quite understand, which is so many people calling this movie messy because I don't think this is a messy movie at all. I think it's a really simple movie that I, I never really felt like it was getting too chaotic. It was very easy to follow. It had a very narrow focus when it came to Strange and Wanda. And I feel like people are just throwing around that word in order to justify why they didn't like it, but they're not really citing why it's messy. And I noticed that with a lot of people talking about it. I never thought the movie was messy. And considering Multiverse of Madness, it definitely had the potential to be. But I honestly think that there are way more Marvel movies that are legitimately messy movies that should have been simple and that should have been more narrow focused that weren't. But I thought this was actually one of the more simple Marvel movies and one of the easiest to follow and like gain entry to. I don't know about you guys, but... No, there, there, there was Same. definitely so there was definitely some messy elements to it, but it's it's more stemming from the pacing more than anything else for me personally. Not necessarily from the lack of the script, or it just kind of felt like, oh my god! Within like the first two minutes, we had already finished with introducing the alternate versions of Strange and America Chavez, and we were already at the wedding. We were already we were already battling this giant eyeball creature within two minutes. And that's that, yeah, that's maybe. not necessarily a knock on the film. It was just like, <laughs> just like holy crap! Let's go, let's go! Yeah, put on the gas. Let's go. Let's make it. Oh, there see how it is. There we go. Survive. Yeah, the first Doctor Strange did not survive. He did not survive. Oh goodness! <laughs> I was I was kind of disappointed. If we're talking to talk about like one big disappointment is that because it's a multiverse. I was kind of disappointed that every Doctor Strange was Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, there was a missed opportunity to, like, show other people as Doctor Strange. I thought that would have been interesting. 
Mm -hmm. I was actually more oh, interested to see point. Cumberbatch play different versions of himself because the guy's such a good actor that I was really excited to see what he would do. And I liked yeah. what he did with the other strangers, especially the one who he had that like musical battle with. Like that was a really great confrontation where he really saw, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch, the actor on full display where it really did feel like two distinctive strangers. And like that was the kind of point in the movie where like that battle leading into the huge, you know, third act climactic, you know, Evil Dead-esque battle, like that was where the movie completely, you know, went over the top for me in terms of just entertainment value, where I was like, oh my God, you know, this is so, so different and refreshing. And I'm so happy that we're getting like a Doctor Strange movie that's this weird and this out there. Like this, that's what, that's what I want. And I know that's not going to jive with everyone because they're used to that certain MCU palette in terms of like where the story's going to go, what characters are going to do, what connections we're going to make, what things we're going to set up. And there's still some of that in this movie. But I like that it was more concerned of doing its own thing. And I like that probably more than anything in the movie. Yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah. I would, no, yeah. I totally, no, yeah. listen, I, I said it too. You get a meh from Andres and a, yeah, I would no, that I No, I, I would because it's I, like I, I said, I felt, I, I, felt, I felt like they could have gone even further. That's my ultimate thing on that. But, well, that's probably more you know. a Disney thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, even for a PG-13, I was happy they pushed it a little bit where I was like, this is the first Marvel movie that I can think of where, like, I probably wouldn't recommend people taking their kids to see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it depends on the age. Even like, though there was a kid watching see the movie it. who was, like, loving it. Where, like, <laughs> gnarly, like, the mom was, like, looking, like, super concerned, and then the kid was like, ah. <laughs> And I was there like, was, that, kid, yeah. that kid's gonna love horror. <laughs> There's plenty of movies oh, yeah. that I remember watching when I was way too young to watch any of them, and they definitely oh. imprint on you at that at that age. So yeah, I, my dad that kid was is... very concerned that I loved Darkman as much as I did when I was like really young. He's like, "Why do you like this movie so much?" I'm like, "It's so much fun." He's like, "Really?" Like, you just yeah, you just connect life. you just connect with a carny that does not give you your prize that you so rightfully earned. It's just, it's great. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a weird kid. I don't know. I'm a weird dude, but, you know, I embrace it. That is what it is. But to to wrap things up with Doctor Strange, something that also is Doctor Strange 2 related, we had a contest, uh, you know, over the past week or so of someone who could possibly win a digital code for Spider-Man No Way Home. And we had a bunch of people enter the contest. So thank you for entering the contest and following our rules. And what we've done for this contest is that we've put all of the eligible people on a beautiful wheel with our amazing logo. And what we're going to do, we're going to spin that wheel and whoever that wheel lands on will win that digital code for Spider-Man No Way Home. So without further ado, Andres, bring up the wheel, good sir. <laughs> Here's the wheel. Look at that wheel. Look at that wheel. Okay. All right, Andres, spin that wheel. Here we go. Oh my God. The anticipation spin is killing. Oh, wow. And the winner is, and I swear to God, this wasn't rigged. Oh, no. It is actually Dave and Jindoyan. Congratulations. <laughs> no way. You literally just watched the wheel. It was completely randomized. Oh, my God. Congrats. You have won. That's so funny. I, I don't know if I deserve this for all the tr the strife I've put everyone through. Probably today. not. We're probably gonna just like give it to someone else, especially after this episode. But you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't stop you. But thank you. For entering. Yes. Thank you to everyone for entering. We hope well. you enjoyed the digital movie. And thank I you definitely to all those will. Who actually entered? Um, mm -hmm. We swear. We swear this was not rigged. We wow. made no, sure that it was as no. as possible. 
Yeah, no, no. We we actually added more people in to make sure that it was more randomized, and then it still landed on Jadoyan. I was kind of hoping that would happen. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> Congratulations, Yay. Good sir. Congratulations. Okay, so now we're gonna just do a we're gonna just do a shift into our last segment because no one really cares about him winning anymore because let's face it. <laughs> no, I can just go kick rocks with this victory. Yeah, you can absolutely yep. kick rocks. Yeah. I'm so glad that you're using that now. <laughs> kick I rocks. Like I robbed his world with the with the phrase kick rocks because he uses it all the time. Jesus. <laughs> but uh, the last segment of our show, you know, speaking of the MCU, MCU's had quite a bit of sequels and this movie had us all thinking, what is our favorite MCU sequel, like proper sequel in the MCU? So we've all got our picks. We're all going to delve into why we think that this particular sequel is our favorite and the best in the MCU. So let's start with Andres. What is your favorite Marvel MCU sequel? My favorite Marvel MCU sequel, I mean, whenever I think of sequels right off the bat, in terms of stuff that was truly groundbreaking for me, it's it's freaking Infinity War. I love Infinity War so much because not only was it the first sequel that actually was a villain film, it's a Thanos film through and through, and Thanos is the protagonist. It's one of those that, like, we've never gotten an ending like he's, that he's before where we've lost. Oh, Am I gone? Or is that just me? Nope, just you, Tom. <laughs> just you, Tom. Yeah, yeah just, <laughs> just you. you. <laughs> we can still see you too, Tom. We, uh, we're good on our end. His his, uh, his video is still loading on my end. This is such a great episode. Oh no! <laughs> Phil Montap in, in the multi. We Phil, may lose you. Phil Montap uh, in the multiverse of uh, bad Wi-Fi. Anyway, um, I really love Infinity War. Uh, next. <laughs> <laughs> and go. Nancy, right, what was I'll yours? Go next. Uh, does No Way Home count? I would say No Way Home counts because okay, it's, no that's, that's mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, there One we go. Where I was watching in theaters and I like would out loud just squeal from excitement of like all the cameos coming in. And yeah, I just love No Way Home. That's my pick. Oh, No Way Home. I came, I came back just in time for you to say No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm in that same boat. I'm in that same boat. I know it's a little bit of recency bias, but at the same time, uh, and also the fact that I just won the, you know, the, the, the movie, you know, it's fitting that it is also my pick for favorite sequel. Um, oh, okay. Gotcha. The yeah. universe just wanted this movie for you, man. It just, it just pushed forward. Yeah, but real no, It's like she said, all the cameos, every, the, just the, it was the right hits of nostalgia for me at least that the moments hit when they when they wanted to hit and they just knocked it out of the park every single time mm, okay and, and wait and andres what was your pick i missed it completely thor dark world oh, oh, oh no oh no. i mean look i'll understand no, i will hang this up he, right andres now, isn't exactly a man of taste so <laughs> uh, oh. Wait, so what was your actual pick? Infinity War was my actual Infinity pick. Infinity War, okay, cool. So Infinity War and two No Way Homes. Ooh. For me, I think it was like a two-way tie. And uh, the first one I'm going to go with is Winter Soldier, because I think 
it took a character that honestly I didn't really care about after his first movie, which it's a first movie that's grown on me tremendously since it originally came out. But at the time, I really wasn't a huge Captain America person. But that that movie came out and it did something so completely different. It not only won me over in terms of getting me to like Captain America, but it was so distinctly different. The action sequences felt more grounded and visceral. It felt like a political thriller. It was so unique and I re- really loved it. And I thought it really kind of expanded the MCU in a way where it made me feel like, oh, they can make really great films in the MCU. Like this isn't just like popcorn entertainment. Like they can make a really good movie. Um, and it's a movie that's like endlessly rewatchable to me. And the introduction of the winter soldier was phenomenal. And just his theme, like whenever he walks into a room is just incredible. And you know, his <laughs> dynamic with uh, Chris Evans, Captain America was fantastic. Especially when you learn that he's Bucky and everything. Love, love that movie. And then just because of how amazingly rewatchable this movie is and just what it was able to accomplish is Endgame. You know, I loved love, love, love Avengers Endgame. I think it's such a beautiful conclusion to that whole Infinity Saga. I think it juggles so many different characters so well. It's got that emotional component I was really looking for. It's so emotionally satisfying. It's visually beautiful. And it's just able to weave so many different story arcs and tie up so many loose ends and um, you know character arcs in a way that felt so conclusive and so perfect, um, where it felt very bittersweet, where it's like, okay, there's a future here to the MCU, but it's not going to be the same and it just it felt like you know a culmination of everything that came before it and it was just such an amazing feat of filmmaking that they were able to not only pull that movie off but actually make it as good as it was like the whole double act of infinity war and endgame was just i'm just happy i was alive during that time you know that like those two movies came out you know every time i look at just the posters for those movies i'm like how the fuck did they make these movies you know it's like how like how <laughs> and, and, and and honestly like as as much as as much as there were some people that that were that sort of had a little bit of a problem with then game at the time i remember you know the thing is is Man, we're we're never we're never gonna get a, a movie going experience like that ever again. Just the excitement of everybody going there opening day. It's still probably one of the best theater experiences I've ever oh, yeah. had. Just oh, yeah. being with that audience opening day and just <laughs> so there you go. Yeah. I mean, I think we all have got some really solid picks here. And obviously, let us know in the comments, A, what you thought of Doctor Strange 2, and B, what your favorite Marvel sequel is, because we want to know. And C, did you feel like the contest was rigged? <laughs> let, us know, let us know in the comment section below, <laughs> because we assure you it wasn't. We promise you it wasn't. I, I feel like we lost so many fans. They're like, that happened. They're like, all right, I'm out. Like, this was fun and all, but like, okay, I see what they're doing here. <laughs> but uh, see, see, but here, see, but here's the thing what? is that like immediately when they landed on Jadoy, we were like, should we spin it again? Because nobody's yeah. gonna book. Should, should we spin it again? Because people are gonna think that we've totally rigged this. So it's like, but no, I also thought it was again. hilarious. Totally... I also just thought yeah, it was hilarious. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And his reaction was everything. Uh, and god. as was Nancy's, it was, <laughs> it was perfect. We we needed that. We needed that on this podcast. Oh, but oh you know, like like I said, definitely let us know what your favorite Marvel sequel is. What you thought of Doctor Strange too? What you thought of the trailers we talked about? And of course, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Film on Tap. And, you know, obviously you can find us all on social media. Jindoyan, where can the fine people find you on the interwebs these days? Uh, you can find me on the movie Trivia Schmodown, uh, making my official debut. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Survivor underscore MTS. Very, very nice. How about you, Nancy? 
find me at pl underscore band-aid on twitter and instagram you can also find me over on the video chronic quizzes where i lost on the quiz to problem child but it was a lot of fun well that's all that matters spoiler <laughs> yeah god Jeez, now, right? now they're not gonna watch it okay you're giving them zero incentive <laughs> but uh anyways how about you andres where can the fine people find you these days do your wind up you got it come on let's go come on oh oh can you hear me yeah i can hear you unfortunately no, yeah yeah all right it's just time you're good okay you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Galagos, and you can also find me on Twitch.tv as Galagos209. Wow. You can also find me on High Voltage Media on YouTube, where we do retrospective reviews, and we're going to put out our retrospective review of Rockstar's Manhunt, and you can find me on the Video Chronic Pop Culture Quizzes every now and again. You can also find me on Film on Tap every now and again, too, every other week. Great. Uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that on 2x speed when I hear it on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Oh, my God. I feel like if you fa- if, if you press fast forward or like 3x speed, it would probably just be like two seconds. <laughs> oh, my God. And, of course, if you want to follow me on uh, social media, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Chattelbash. You can find me on Facebook and YouTube at Chattelbash Reviews. And, of course, you can find me here uh, on YouTube on the Film on Tap podcast. And thank you for tuning in to another lovely <laughs> technology uh, supported episode of film on tap this is going to be an interesting one to put together but hopefully uh you enjoyed and you enjoyed for you know it's warts and all uh and we'll see on the next episode of film on tap where we've got the tap that never runs out we'll see you next time guys